All right. So here's a million dollar question. Um, in in a soil that is you know, potentially high, not quite sodic, but maybe you know twenty percent of the cation exchange capacity sites have been blocked by salt. Um, does it trick potassium <coughs> and not salt? Like it does. But our technologies. I I honestly don't know the real answer to that and why that occurs. I honestly think that the reason why it has a benefit is because again we're reawakening and re-stimulating the microbial activity in the soil. Again, we can debate whether it's directly or indirectly, but, but the fact is the microbial populations are becoming more active. And I think that the microbial populations being more active start to break down the excess sodium in the soil and, and help flush it out so that um, you know they get flushed out into the waterways, et cetera. I, that, that's what I think is happening. And, and we have a few soil tests where we actually reduced the saline, the electrical conductivity, and the sodium concentration by about, I think it was 20 or 30%. It's pretty significant. So you uh, you pushed it, you flushed it, <laughs> you actually, because I've had this debate with a number of people over the years about sodium. Microbes flushed it. Like, I, 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 that's my theory. I don't I don't really know why. We, yeah, I, I don't understand exactly. I'm not an agronomist. I'm not a, a soil chemist. I don't really know the, the answer of why it happened. I just, I'm just theorizing that by improving the microbial activity and improving the plant health and that photosynthetic process that we're somehow allowing the microbes to sort of do their work and flush out those toxic uh, imbalances. So again, whether it's flush out or prevent from uptake, that's kind of the question I'm trying to figure out is that is, is your product in a, in a, in a soil system that has a high sodium content, leaving the sodium on the cation exchange site and pulling up the potassium instead. In other words, in the leaf tissue or the sap, are you seeing a reduction in salt and an increase in potassium? Or is that something that you haven't really looked at yet? Well, we've looked at it, but the, I, I'm going to use a diplomatic answer and say we need to collect more data. Um, <laughs> I'm, going to, I'm going to be a politician for a minute. Oh, okay, okay. okay. We'll, give, we'll give you that. No problem. Uh, in other words, because we've seen again, we've seen soil tests where we're increasing potassium and we're increasing, uh, we're decreasing sodium and electrical conductivity. We've seen other soil tests where there's not a significant difference in those things, or there's mar marginal difference one way or the other. So it's you know, I'm the kind of guy that before I want to make a definitive claim like that, then I yeah, I want to know from the inventor that that's what's happening. But B, I'd like to have 100 or 200 soil tests where I can get a broad, okay, this is the average of what we're really doing. Because you can, anybody can produce a result here or there. It's when you start seeing consistent results that you, yeah. know, you can make hence, more definitive conclusions. Right. Hence replication and why it's so important in science. But to back it up a little, when you saw those differences, was it a difference in organic and synthetic practices or it didn't matter across both lines? When you, when you those push. Those were conventional farms. They weren't organic farms as far as I know. Okay. So. All right. That's, that's significant right there. Because yeah. in the synthetic, you're always going to get salt buildup. Yeah, you can't right. get away from it. That's the delivery method for the fertilizer. So um, for you to get the increase in potassium and the decrease in, in sodium on the cation exchange, because cation sites or in the sap or in the leaf, that's a, that's a big win. That's a really big win. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.